A thriller at Delta Center, and the Jazz win it over the Blazers in overtime, 118-113. Only two stars tonight? How are we possibly going to do that? There were multiple guys that were awesome, and we're talking about it next on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke along with Ron Boone after the Utah Jazz win at 118-113 in a just really brilliantly played game by the Jazz. Really all night long, this was the team that I think Will Hardy's wanted to see. Without Lowry Markkinen, without Jordan Clarkson, they played fabulous defense all night. They moved the basketball. They played with focus. And in the clutch, when the Blazers were coming at them, they were able to make the plays they needed to late and hold off Portland, who outscored him by 10 in the fourth and then wackiness prevailed in the final bit uh, as the jazz led by trailed by three at the end of one led by 12 at the half behind column sections, 14 in the first half. Keontae's 13 led by 10 at the end of three is Sexton at 18 and Keontae at 17. Then the Blazers outscoring by 10 forcing overtime on some massive Malcolm Brogdon shots late. And then we had a inadvertent horn, a three taken off the board, a smoked layup off a steal, a guy who didn't know what the score was, and somehow out of all, an Omer York save, an awesome block, a bunch of offensive rebound putbacks, and somehow through all of that, the Jazz won. We might have to ask Lacey's permission. Nope. About three stars. Well, because we gave out zero the other night, so we, we're going to start a new tradition where if they're really bad, we get to stockpile them for nights like tonight. All right, Ron, um, what's your biggest takeaway tonight? Fun game, and even if the Jazz lost, you had to be very pleased with the way they they carried themselves out there on the floor, the things that they got done, uh, the big plays by, by by certain people out there on the floor, and the ball movement. Twenty seven assists, and that's I, I think when I look at something like that, I look at that number. Twenty seven assists, you give yourself a chance to win the game. So the, I came in, I said I was on the pregame show to start the game, and I, I said we're gonna have to get forty percent of our misses. Without Collins, without Jordan Clarkson, without Lowry Markin, without Kelly Link, we're going to have to manufacture ways to score. And the key to the whole thing is that they played such good defense all night that they gave themselves a chance to manufacture. Their defensive rating was a 100 after one, a 94 after two, a 103 after three. It was only 113 at the end of four, but that's still fine. That's Portland. That's not great compared to what Portland is for the year. So the fourth quarter, the defense wasn't great. But then it, they, they, they ended up pounding the glass. I think well, the final points of the paint was unbelievable on what the Jazz did. 68-42 to 42 and second chance points tonight was 24-12 to 12 and I don't, I'll have to see if I can find it. I think there were six late fourth quarter overtime points in uh, on offensive rebound second chance points. The Jazz survived basically because of two Walker, Kessler, Dunks, and Omer, York save and Dunk late. This was one of those basketball games where you can we can. We'll, we'll see. We see a lot of positive things. And, and the coach in the coaches' meeting, when they get with the players, they're going to watch film. And there's so much good, so many good things that they'll be able to talk about. You know, a lot of times in, the, in those film sessions, we didn't do this, we didn't do that, and and then they might call out an individual on, on certain things. But you know, they'll they'll have a lot of good things to say about what happened in this ball game tonight. All right, let's kind of walk through some of the uh, highlights to it. Uh, let's start with just the way they looked overall as a group before we get into individuals, because I really think this is a group effort. 
for the, it, it got a little stagnant late, but otherwise, for the most part, we saw really good teamwork, really good ball movement. We saw individuals who have made had mistakes show growth. There were, there were just a lot of really pleasing moments in this game. And it started in the first quarter. Now, even though they were down three, you could just see that there was some teamwork out there and they were doing the right things. Second quarter, obviously, everything got going. Colin Sexton comes in and has a big night. Now, that particular quarter and that particular role there by Colin Sexton is what's going to really help the Jazz. If he just if he just half the production that he had tonight in some of these ball games, because that's the player off the bench that is going to get some big numbers for you. For the most you part. desperately needed him tonight. Yes. Without absolutely. the guy, with the guys that were out, you desperately had to have him tonight. And he gave it all uh, predominantly. I mean, he really swings the game. They're down in this first quarter and they're really having a hard time scoring, right? The offensive ratings in 91, which is what we anticipated it was going to be. Um, Jazz win. Bowler <laughs> making an appearance. Everyone's fired up around here. Oh. Yurt seven, Sexton. Are those your stars? I'll tell you what. If you had two stars, you had to give out tonight. Who are you give I'll them give to? Both. Game ball to Yurt seven. Yurt seven and rebounds. A defensive stops late, and Sexton uh, decides. It's uh, like I'm trying to kiss you. This is more intimate than we've ever been. That's <laughs> <laughs> How many years have we done this together? <laughs> I didn't know that's where it was going to end up. Woo! I'm a little flushed. <laughs> stand over here. <laughs> For those of you watching on video, you bowl, I am wearing my mic, and Bowler was talking like he was on the air, and so I had to get my mic as close to him as possible, but my mic moves in toward my face, so I literally mm -hmm. was kissing Bowler. Um, Ron, you need to talk. I'm flustered. <laughs> well, <laughs> Andy just said, buckle up, lock. <laughs> um the uh, so so overtime yes and obviously the Jazz now one and one in, in overtime um, but you know they held them to seven points I was looking for my fourth for my overtime you have an overtime only box I do somewhere wow you got it all wrong there, there it go. is four of eight shooting they went Blazers went three of ten. Keontae went one of four. Yerkshaven went two for three on one of them, an offensive rebound put back. And then John Collins hit the big corner three, which was probably the biggest offensive play of the day. And that's on a pass from Colin Sexton. I mean, yeah. that's that's an example of what we're talking about. Colin Sexton making that pass mm -hmm. to John Collins for the three. There was Taylor Horton Tucker play earlier in the game in which he drove. Instead of getting caught, he went baseline, stayed with the dribble. Instead of throwing to the corner where the defender was, he hit Simone up top for a three. Like, those are the kind of plays they made tonight that they just, frankly, is what Will Hardy's been begging them to make. Now, I remember when John Collins uh, had the player interviews, we were talking, he was mentioning to us that in Atlanta, he was stuck in the corner yep. to shoot threes. He is having a great year from that right corner. Coming into tonight's game, David, he was 16 of 23. Is that 11 for 23 from that right corner? That's been his quarter. Then he knocks down a couple of a couple of them tonight as well. It's interesting. If you think about it, we go back to that. We, we opened the broadcast tonight talking about the line in the sand that Will Hardy drew in Portland. Like, if you're going to play for the Utah Jazz, you better give it deep about the Utah Jazz. If you're going to play for me, you better play hard and pass. 
Trey Harden and, passed. And those and that was the message that day. And he was as fired up and grumpy and angry. He actually admitted today, I was angry. And we have never seen that. Since then, I think the Jazz are three and three. Um, or maybe even three and two. Um, they are just playing totally different basketball. Um, they are not always leading to wins. Minnesota, you know, was too much. The offense really struggled without Lowry and Jordan. But uh, you're just seeing a deep, their eighth best defense in the league coming into the game over the last five games. They're the number one team at not fouling. You're just seeing a totally different basketball from this team right now. And I don't know if it's going to yield to lots of wins, but at least it's a it's a the brand of basketball and the style of basketball that Will Hardy wants and to see. And gives yourself a chance to win. And I think that's probably the most important thing. Now, just think about the game plan and the way the Jazz played tonight. Before tonight, they were averaging 90, I think 94 shots of all game. Yep. The way they played tonight, moving the basketball, 26 assists, they still get up 94 shots. And overtime. And overtime. So yeah, that's, so you know, that's to me, just should tell you something there that you, you just don't have to force it up. One of the things I reason I think they're a lot better defensively is because of Ochai Abaji and Simone Fonteki are good defensively. Yeah. Right? And they're starting two guys that are playing 34 minutes a night, Ochai playing 28, Simone playing 34, that are actually good defensive players. And we I are, think, like, there was an interesting play late in the game where Sharp and Brogdon had Ochai and Simone, and I don't think Portland realized that's who we want to have you guys. Those are the guys we want guarding. Like, they didn't do anything to switch them off or do anything like that. And and that was that was the matchup we wanted. We're finding a whole a lot more than what we were able to see out of Simone. Uh, I like what he's on. He's an explosive player. Uh, he didn't have a great shooting night tonight. Three for twelve, one for eight from the three point line. But you know his minutes, almost thirty five minutes in, in the ball game tonight. Five rebounds. I mean, he, you can just see that that he has he has game, and those minutes are coming. Uh, Jazz win it. There was a lot of weird stuff late. One of the weirdest ones late was that Shaden Sharp didn't seem to know the score um, late in the game when Portland had the ball and dribbled out much of the clock. There was a horn, inadvertent horn, that gave Portland a basket where Kamara shot, missed. The horn went off. Everyone stopped. Kamara grabbed it and put it back up and in. Kamara took a three that banked in, and for a long time we proceeded in the game. I don't think, actually, by the way, we're supposed to proceed in that game. I think the officials are actually supposed to have stopped that game immediately at that point to try to figure that out. Um, and the uh, Jazz, they didn't, and so then they took three points off the scoreboard later than you would expect, which I was also in the midst of another uh, moment where we were trying to figure out where, and there was a foul called on Sharp, and Sharp went and argued about it, so I actually think there's a chance Sharp never heard that the three points came off the board, and that's why he didn't. I mean, there was just a lot of weird stuff. And who got the technical foul? Uh, Sharp, uh... Someone got a oh yeah, there was a technical in there that became big. So a lot of stuff uh, Bible, to it. Thibel got a technical, um, and uh, I think we've covered a lot of it. There are a lot of players that deserve stars tonight. Um, in fact, you could easily give a star to a lot of players. One other play, I want one more comment from you before we give out our stars. Uh, Taylor Hendricks makes his first appearance of the year. Seventeen minutes. What did you think? Uh, like I said earlier, you can just see some improvement from what we saw in training camp. Um, I don't think his confidence is 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 low. I think because uh, he seemed like he was trying to play the same way he was playing in 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 the, in the G League. I think more minutes and more time on the floor. Uh, I think it's you know we'll get a pretty good idea of how good he could be. Um, all right. I think we all agree that Colin Sexton gets one of the stars tonight. Yes. And now the debate begins. 
By the way, a lot more pick and roll. Than, I mean, there's so much to this game. Ton of pick and roll tonight. They have not played pick and roll all year. They played a ton of pick and roll tonight, which they don't usually do. Um, all right, John Collins could be nominated. 18 points, nine rebounds, three assists, three block shots, and a huge three late. Omer Yerksaven nominated nine points or 10 points tonight, 15 rebounds, four assists, a massive block late. Keontae was in control of the game and had the burden of trying to control it. He had 20 points tonight. He played a really good two-point game, having his two-point game was struggling miserably uh, before we came in. In fact, coming into the game tonight, Keontae on his last set of two-point shots was three of his last 15 and six of his last 25 on twos. And I think at one point he made his first six tonight. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker played his best game of the year, I thought, with 21 points, 14 rebounds, 14 points, four uh, four assists, three steals. Great percentage, five for eight from the five field. Five for eight three from the field. Five from the three-point line. Walker was six of six, had two big offensive rebound putbacks late, got dunked on twice as well. Um, wow. <laughs> it's tough. Well, I checked off Colin Sexton. Yeah, which we've agreed upon. Yeah. Uh, George and Omir. And I probably would have checked off Omir and Talon. So let's go with Omir. Okay. I mean, Keontae was really good. I'm not trying to, I'm not sliding Keontae at, at all. I thought it was really, 6.6 rebounds. I mean, and playing these clutch minutes is hard. Um, but I just thought those other guys kind of stepped up a little bit um, tonight. And Keontae's going to have plenty of stars, hopefully before the night is before the season is over. Um, all right, we're going with we're going with Colin and Omir for our stars tonight. Thanks very much for tuning in. Quite a win, quite a fun night for the Utah Jazz. Thanks very much for tuning in to Postcast. We will now send you over to the first ever twenty four seven YouTube national sports stream on Locked On Sports today. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Three point field goal percentage.